Greetings, dear ones. I am Cryon of Magnetic Service. And so, yet again, the portal opens, does it not? For my partner's life used to be filled with turning on and off Cryon. <laughs> Until four years ago. And I said, why would you ever do something so linear? as to put me away and get me out again when I'm family and I presented him a concept that was outside of his purview of reality and that is this what if the portal was always open and what if instead of a situation for for the utilitarian aspect and the, the protocol of the meeting that he sits in the chair and in comes Cryon we have instead a situation where he sits in the chair and Cryon simply comes to the front but I was always there and what was that invitation that I gave him at that point to walk 24-7 with a portal open And that is why there is no, what you want to call, transformation process when he sits in the chair. There's no, no time to, to breathe in a heavy way. <laughs> to bring in energies that were not there a moment ago. And this is a new quantum way that's ancient. The holy men of of the past, the shamanic energies, the ancients, they all knew about this. And they all had names for it. You walk a normal life. And you do all the normal things you would do. You laugh when it's appropriate, you cry when it's appropriate, and every single moment you're in touch with the Creator. What a concept. And it's outside of that, which is the three-dimensional box where you're taught you live. And that's what we wish this message to be today. An examination of the very logic of spirituality that is changing before your eyes. And it's not just for those in spiritual circles, it is planet-wide. And it's an evidentiary indication of provable change. In other words, you can see it all around you. And it's time for you to understand some of what you're looking at. It's puzzling to many. Let us first decide to define cryon. <laughs> In a way I have not done before, so you'll get the energy of the kinds of reality we want you to hear. I am Cryon of Magnetic Service. And to the human being, this means many things. Ah, you've got a male angel 
coming to see you. <laughs> of course, that is inappropriate. There is no gender on the other side of the veil. And so where does the male come from? And it comes from that voice which you hear, which is on 3D, a male gender. Do you see how you would then project it onto the entity? I am not a he. I am not a she. I am that I am. What kind of an angel are you? Are you an archangel? That is to say, in the hierarchy of angeldom, where are you? We've got to know your importance factor. <laughs> this has been asked. What if I told you there was no hierarchy? And that archangels are only names to put a three-dimensional construct onto something which is not. Well, who are you? And that, even that, is filled with the bias of three dimensions. I am that I am. I am not singular. And that is not understandable by many humans. For you want a singular point source of conversation. You want an entity. You want a body. You want skin and wings. You want a gender. You want a name. And then you're happy, aren't you? And what if there were none of those things? What if I am a concept? And humans say, I don't want to have a conversation with a concept. <laughs> well, you are. And what if the concept was the almighty God creator of the universe? One who dwells in you and every single cell and every chemical in the DNA. A quantum experience this is, me to you, in the third language we speak, apart from that which you are hearing in 3D. And there are those who say, I still don't understand who is speaking. Let me give it to you another way. Humans understand love. The profound love between mother and child the love that a human has for a human, the love of God for humanity, the love of humanity for God. And I ask you this, is it singular? Does it have skin and wings and a name that is apart from the concept of love? And you say, it is not. And yet I say to you, it is common to humanity. It is something you understand and you feel. It is an emotion that is common to every single day life. And you celebrate it. And you're not unhappy. You can't speak to it. For it is larger to you, is it not, than a singular entity. In fact, love goes far beyond anything that is singular in the universe. The very corners of space that you cannot see filled with the love of that which is the creative energy the space between the nucleus and the electron haze packed with that which is universal love 
you call it what you want, it is a concept, it is I who speaks to you, and I am love. And the masters who stood before you in the ancient days claimed the same nomaker. And they said, I am love, and this is my voice. And even still, you will not understand such a thing. The very words, where are you from, is filled with a three-dimensional bias, for I am that I am. I exist in the center of all that is in your biology, for I am the creative energy, and cryon is part of the whole. And still you want to segment it, do you not? You wish to create a chart of importance, do you not? And your brain cries out for a box to put me in. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. For just as you cannot define cryon as a singular entity, but rather as a concept of the Creator, I tell you that human nature has trouble with concepts that cannot be put in 2D. Hmm. What does a human do in order to explain something to another group of humans? They put a chart together which is in 2D on a screen. And there's the aha. Oh, I see the organization of it, you might say. Oh, I see what is on top and what is on bottom. I even see the complexity of the lines that are drawn one to another, which seem to be interactive. And that's the extent of it. What if I told you there's a system that you cannot graph? What if I told you that there is something happening on this planet Earth that is far different than anything that has ever happened that defies the logic of organization. Imagine for a moment a three-dimensional chart on a piece of paper that would give you the management flow of important to non-important and how things should work. And let us say that when you look at that graph you see and understand how things work. I have just given you three-dimensional human being logic. Now I want you to draw something else on a piece of paper and for a moment I want you to pretend there is no gravity and you can suspend it three inches above the other piece of paper. Now I want to tell you that something that happens in the graph above the one that you learned is going to affect the one that you learned. Oh you say, oh well, that's still too complex. No, it's still on a piece of paper. You can still understand it. Just understand that the things on the top affect the things on the bottom. And they're related. They're interrelational. Suddenly you have relational reality. So the chart on the bottom is not the only chart. Now I'm going to get complicated. In your spare time, I want you to draw seven more billion charts. And I want you to put them all in a row, in a stack, in a line if you want to. I want you to mix them up. I don't care how you put them. 
But I want you to know that what one happens in one happens in them all. And you have a relational relationship that is quantum with the Creator, with other human beings, with Gaia. And that is the reality that you're beginning to learn all about. And you might say, that is way too complex, I will never understand it. And then I'll make the statement, you are never supposed to. What you're supposed to do is to honor its existence. For in the very honoring that it exists, you use it. You depend upon it. You're part of it. And the fact that you cannot visualize it to see where something goes and in the order it is presented and the hierarchy of importance is meaningless. You don't have to know that. All you have to know is that you are one of the charts. <laughs> and you are a part of the divineness of all that is. And then you'll have a beginning to a process that is happening on this planet which defies logic. And you're starting to see it. My partner brought it up and I stopped him from elaborating. Let me do the elaboration. The shift. This shift that is happening on the planet esoterically at the moment from old souls is one where they're all getting a common message through that which is source at the same time. They are awakening to the message in various degrees that honor each path, each single chart of seven billion of them is receiving information and a few of those being old souls are awakening to it and reacting to it. It is not information only given to a few humans. It is information given to all humanity. It's just that the old souls recognize it esoterically, spiritually, and are moving in directions that are commensurate with that which would be positively enhancing what they're feeling. Brian, what did you just say? <laughs> I'll put it to you this way. Without a prophet, without a doctrine, without a central book, without any structures to report to, without any memberships, hundreds of thousands of human beings are awakening to the same truth worldwide. And that, my dear human being, is way, way past a chart you could draw. Hmm? You can't do it. You see, there's nobody in charge. Did you think about that? Not only is there no one in charge, there is no human being who ever came up with a concept that could then be published and you could read about and you couldn't teach it in school. Instead, you get it intuitively. All at once, all together. And you start then studying it as a group. As though there was some kind of overall management that is not there. When everyone gets it together, you don't need a coordinator, do you? 
And then there are those who say, that's never going to work. And we say to you, all 3D of you, for you do not understand the principles of quantum energy. They interact one with another in a way that is so different than anything you've seen in 3D. Concepts with concepts enhance one another. They grow in, in a way that would seem they have a life of their own. They come to the same conclusions. They meet together. They have synchronicity that is beyond coincidence. It is a reality you're only beginning to see. Watch the news. I'll get to that. Now, less than one half of one percent of humanity has to awaken to the things that you know about for there to be peace on earth. Did you know that? And you're well on the way to that. Something is occurring on the planet that is completely and totally nonsense to 3D thinkers. You cannot understand it. How do you explain the shift? It's been seen by the outside world. They're seeing it in the children. They don't understand how conceptually the children can come together in a way that they've never come together before and change the planet. And they are. So let's move to the next one. What you call that which is the internet. And now we speak again about the internet. This is only the third time we've done this. Over a decade ago, I said to you, when everyone can talk to everyone, there will be no more conspiracies. <laughs> I didn't elaborate at that time what else there might be. If you're a senior in the room, the internet may be an irritation to you. You're not using it like the young people do. Some of you are not using it at all. And when you see the young people of the earth all using it together in these social programs that they have developed, where literally millions can speak to each other at the same time, it looks like a fad, doesn't it? Give it whatever name you want to. Oh, how cute, you might say. Look what they're doing with technology, you might say. I'll tell you what they're doing with technology, dear one. They're planting the seeds of peace on earth. Hmm? <laughs> Millions of them. It goes way beyond one country to another. Talking to each other overseas. Doesn't matter what the time frame is. Giving each the opinion of the other. Making friends. Talking about what they like and what they don't like coming to a consensus, a meeting of the minds all together at the same time. And I want to tell you something. There's no leader. There's no organization. And there's no authority. And some will say it makes me nervous. What are they into? Hmm. And here's where I'll give you information. They're into whatever consciousness will put them into. There's plenty of darkness on the internet. And if they want to go there, they can. But I wanted you to take a look at where they're going. Because that's not what they choose. 
It emulates the very divinity of humanity and free choice with God, does it not? It is a model that you never thought could be here. A technical model indeed, but it's one of allowance. Suddenly, through the technology, their consciousness can develop as a whole. It takes a life of its own. It enhances itself. It grows into things you don't expect. And so here is the admonition, and we say it again, keep it free. Do not put it in a box. I will tell you it's almost to the point where you won't be able to. The government that tries to control it will not succeed. It has a life of its own. It is a quantum energy, for it does not follow the rules of 3D. Even those who perceived the various software that invented the socialization that you're seeing before are shocked at what has taken place. And you can't put it on a graph. And now I'll tell you what you came to hear. <laughs> it's changing the earth. It's changing it right now in front of your eyes. I told you years ago that peace will come to earth and it has to start in the Middle East. I told you to look to the Middle East for them to solve problems of their own. I told you that, that there would be things take place very soon where dictators would fall. and You could go find that. And most of the humans thought I was talking about South America. <laughs> and I wasn't. For what is going on in Egypt right now has all the marks of everything I just told you. The big one is yet to follow, and it will. The potentials at the moment is that this is the beginning to you seeing it in Persia. And when it happens in Iran, it's going to be big news. I want you to look at the uprising in Egypt. Look with me right now. What are the attributes? Number one, there is no leader. <laughs> Have you ever had a revolution without a leader? In the history of Earth, how can you have something like that? I'll tell you how it's done. When you have literally millions and millions of young people online together with a consciousness that has its own life, where they all decide to do the same thing for the same reasons, without leadership, without structure, without all the things you'd expect. Now, go home and put that on a graph. Who's in charge? How does the flow go? What's going to happen next? 
When you hear the comments, well, you got to be careful you don't create a vacuum of leadership because you never know what's going to fly into that space. I will tell you this, oh, how 3D of you. Because those young people represent a wall of consciousness that has no vacuum. And that's what you're going to see on this planet. They're all talking to each other saying, here's what we want. We want a country that's different. We want to have schools that are meaningful. We want to have our own homes. We want to have businesses. We, want to, we don't want to have what we've had. We want what everybody else has. We want to have what Europe has. We want to have what the United States has. We want to decide who's going to lead us. And that is a conceptual leader. The consciousness of that concept becomes the driving force and replaces the vacuum of leadership. And if you can understand what I'm telling you, I'm saying it is a new paradigm. And it happened yesterday. Is that good enough for you to see? Get used to it. There are coups to come which will have leaders because they will be in a situation so 3D they need them. And then there'll be ones that don't. Now all of you are expecting after this channel to see these things happen in a domino effect and there's going to be peace on earth. And I want to tell you it's going to take more than 30 years, all right? For you to see the seeds planted. <laughs> and they're starting now. In other words, there may be two steps forward and one back. You're used to that, are you not? It is the way spirit works. It depends upon synchronicity. Not all the decisions will be good ones. But you're going to watch them being corrected in the same way they started. They're going to be the first ones to throw out something that doesn't work, dear ones. Because <laughs> now they know how. <laughs> and there's going to be young people all over the Middle East that look at that as the model. And then it's going to occur to Persia. How can we gain back the greatness of Persia? What did Persia have that was so amazing? The strength to create peace in the Middle East. From the resources, the wisdom, from the intelligence and the culture that is still inbred in those young people through their Akashic records. And they'll do it. And so we tell you yet again that the Israelis will sit and watch it happen. <laughs> They'll not create it. Peace in the Middle East is going to come from Islamic sources. <laughs> and it will echo everything that Muhammad taught. Listen to me. Unify. Do not separate put things together. Take the God of Israel as the example. And this is what Muhammad knew. And there are those who know this prophet and they know the love of God is so strong there. And it may not follow the paradigm you expect. Are you comfortable with it? Watch it. 
And that is the prediction of Cryon. And it's easy to see at this point, for it is the potential in that chaotic soup of 3D. You can't see it in 3D. Let me give you some more to think about. We told you there would come a day when you would have manager, managerless corporations. <laughs> it's such an outstanding, bizarre thought, my partner can't even pronounce it correctly. <laughs> and you would go, oh my, you've gone too far, somebody has to be in charge. You can't have corporate structure without a flowchart. There has to be the president, who of course makes more than all of them together. <laughs> then there has to be those under him, those under him. You have to have a place for everybody to do what they're supposed to do. Oh, really? Let me give you a concept. You've got a factory and everybody can talk to everybody all the time. What did I just tell you about a conceptual leader? The leader is not a, a human at all. It's a concept. And when everybody can talk to everybody on the floor of the factory, they know what to do, don't they? Because they're in touch in real time. They know their problems. They know the inefficiencies. They've all seen them. They don't have to have meetings. They don't have to have committees. They don't have to report to a supervisor. He doesn't have to report to his supervisor. And his supervisor doesn't have to go to the president because she won't know what to do. And a year later, they might get a fix. You see what I'm saying? If they all can talk together, they fix it as they go. <laughs> now add another layer. What if they could all talk to the consumers at the same time, the ones who buy their product? <laughs> Do you see where this is going? Suddenly you have a business that is so in touch with those who buy their products that they're constantly all conceptual, manufacturing things that are perfect for the ones that will buy them. And there go all of the study groups and all the marketing because it is known and how do you do such a thing and I will tell you you're looking at it now what do you think of a president who got elected a dollar at a time on the internet because his people knew how it worked you didn't have to please the big corporations for millions of dollars here and millions of dollars there when you could go to everybody at once and ask them for a dollar. And that's what happened. Politics will change forever because of that, dear one. It might actually have more integrity that way. There are certain businesses on the internet that can't exist. Just ask those who do business models. They can't exist because their products are for free. <laughs> One of them is Google. It cannot exist, for it gives away everything. Does this seem odd to you? It should. And it took them years 
for the model that they conceived, which is outside of the paradigm of any 3D business model on earth. It took three years to work. And now you know how it works. Or do you? <laughs> Everyone who visits the thing which is free gets to see something of interest from somebody who wants them to see it. And it's all free choice. Let me show you the difference from the old paradigm to the new one. In the old paradigm you have a broadcaster who pushes to you on your television set something they want you to see because they know you're watching. The new paradigm says this, you only see it if you choose to with free choice. So you have to go to them to visit it. Free choice. So instead of barraging something for the masses, you wait for the masses to come to you. It's exactly backwards. It's outside of the paradigm of 3D. Where is it going? It is the evolution of human nature. It is that which is changing before your eyes. It is starting with the young people. Don't feel left out, senior. Do you have the courage to celebrate it even if you don't understand it? To look at it as something revolutionary the next time you see a young person who is online all the time, texting all the time, all of these things that they're doing, I want you to back up and take a deep breath. It is a new consciousness you're looking at. It never existed before. They all can talk to each other at the same time. And the life that takes, you watch, without a leader, without an old paradigm, without a flow chart. And you know what that means? It happens quicker than you imagine. Very, very fast. You got to throw out the paradigm of timing. How long will it take for this country to do this and this one to do this? How about the alignment of businesses or large money? How about the way it flows? You can throw out the old paradigms for it all is changing. All of it. We again bring this up. The recession is a result of you deciding to do something unthinkable and that is to change big money. The banking and insurance companies of the United States of America which hold most of the money have always had their way and they have told you how it works haven't they? And in the last three years you've decided to say no and you're giving a different paradigm. So confusing is it to the bankers, they still don't know how to loan money. And the government will say it's there to loan and the bankers will say we don't know what to do with it because we don't understand the new rules. You're seeing it in front of you, do you understand? And the new rules smack of chaos because suddenly there's the integrity factor that they've never seen before. We're supposed to do what and how? We're not certain we can. Give us more information, make it clearer. Everything is shifting. 
And there are those, again, who will say it is not comfortable and will say, when has shift been comfortable for you? When has the consciousness of the planet shifting this greatly ever been comfortable for any human being? And if you're a light worker on the cusp of it, you're supposed to what? Think it's just fine and be very comfortable with an energy that shifts from day to day? You find yourself waking up at three in the morning and wondering what's up? Well, all of you are. That's what happens when the very, the very atomic structure of your DNA is vibrating differently. And there's an awakening going on. And the ancient information that you carry with you is starting to vibrate and come to the forefront. I'll give you one more and then we close. I'll give you something radical and then we close. I'll open a bag we haven't opened before. And it has to do with your Akash and you haven't been thinking about it. Because your 3D eyes everything. And now I'll give you something to think about. A man and a woman get together and they have an amazing talent. Let us say that they have a musical ability which is far in, in excess of anything that they could have ever learned in one lifetime. Hmm? Let us say it's obvious that each of them has something that they have gleaned from the past. Maybe they've even been the musical masters of the ancients. Let us say you have an individual who is born, who obviously is a past master, and they're an artist. And you can see in the textures of the brush, even when they're 10 years old, they have 30 or 40 years of practice required, and they do it instantly. And so you would say, at a metaphysical person, you say, all this is their Akash. They are simply coming around again, and in their past life they have had master energy. Therefore it is born again within them, and they continue what they started. Now this is a stretch for most people, and yet it's there before you. Musical talent of the masters. There in front of you, born with it, had to come from somewhere. The brush techniques of the artist had to come from somewhere. The sculpture, some may even have the, the energy of Michelangelo. But it doesn't stop there, and this is what I want to talk about. <laughs> because in that family, when the mother and father get together, two musical geniuses get together, and suddenly out come seven kids who all have the same thing. What just happened? It is more common than you think. They all have what the parents have. Wait a minute. Can each one of those children be masters? Did they just happen to show up in a family where their Akashic records are deep with that which is a mastery of the art that they claim? The artist has children and the children go on to do what she did? Wait a minute. Something is not making sense and you haven't thought it through. Something is going on. And now we reveal this. Akashic lineage. Is it possible, old soul, that you can pass that which you have learned by being an old soul into one who never was?
And the answer is yes. <laughs> and you're going to see more of it. And this is why less than one half of one percent of humanity who are old souls can bring peace on earth because their children and their children's children will have the akash of the ancients built into them. In this new energy, even reproductive forces are changing. And so that which is the akash of your children are filled with the ancient wisdom that you have. And some of you are starting to see it in them. And in this new energy, they awaken to it. And so there is one in the audience that I wish to speak to, and that's why you're here, dear. To know that she's okay. And that she's had her awakening. And she's now carrying the ancient wisdom you brought her. And it's good. Expect your children to wake up and have some of the same things that you are now carrying. It's time. And the energy of the confluence of the socialization of the concepts of non-leadership is going to bring it to them. Outside of the paradigm of organization, you don't even have a name for it yet. Oh, you will. Sociologists will study it. Give them a few years to give it a name. And you'll see it. Without a leader, how can it work? Well, it is. It is working. And there are things you didn't expect that are going on, even within a system you didn't even know about. We close with this. Energy on this planet at this moment is not static. That is to say, you cannot quantify it, you cannot qualify it, you cannot analyze it, and you can't put it on a chart because it changes every day. And it affects Gaia, and it affects you, it affects your children, it affects dictators who are going to be falling faster than they can believe it. Because the concept is that of putting things together without one leader. Instead, with a conceptual leadership, even in linear government, even in democracy, you're going to see it. In the United States, you already are. The people are more in charge than they've ever been. Even with a charismatic president, the people will have a last say. Hmm? Enough about politics. <laughs> Leave this place enhanced with seeds planted. I don't know what Crying said tonight, but it felt good. <laughs> That's good enough. For there's the acknowledgement that the glass is not half empty. Go from this place knowing that you are part of this. That's no mistake you came here to hear these words 
And some of you will walk out the door nonchalant, saying, I knew that. <laughs> and if that is you, old soul, then that mission has been accomplished. Awakening that which you already are. Hmm. And so it is. <laughs>